Hello, I'm Howard. Welcome to the 9320 Review Podcast, the show that thinks if Pep really wants to test himself, he should manage Barcelona. Uh, with a bumper show, looking at the end of the Klopp era, hashtag YNWA, uh, Calvin Phillips leaving, the thrill of City scoring at Tottenham at the 101st attempt. No, really, it did happen. And taking in the draw live at some point during the pod, unless the Norwich fans have started rioting too. Uh, to do so, I'd like to be joined by two non-yam-yams, but they are big guns. It is Lloyd and Ace. And, uh, good afternoon, Lloyd. How are you? Afternoon. Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. Yeah, had a good weekend? Yeah, good. Uh, managed to make it to the game on, on Friday night which was a bit difficult. Uh, I don't live very near Tottenham Stadium. Um, well, you live nearer than in, most. <laughs> I was about to say, I am in London, though, so that does make a difference. Uh, yeah. Um, but even for you, it must be, is it an absolute pain to get back from? Uh, yeah, it's a long way. It's like a 75-minute journey. Wow. <laughs> and that's with London's public transport, which is, you know, very good. So it is, it is a long way. How many miles do you think that is to where you live? Not many. I, I reckon. I'll have a look now. I reckon it's probably. Could have walked. Ten. <laughs> oh my god! It's nine point eight. Wow, that was a great. Nine point eight. No, he couldn't have walked it, but it wouldn't have taken that much longer, would it? Oh dear. Yeah, That's no, it's ridiculous. Uh, it's four-hour walk. I would say. I should yeah. have set off at four p.m. <laughs> Get the steps in. Anyway, we'll talk about your experience there a bit later because we've got a lot to pack in. Asan, good afternoon. How are you? Afternoon. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm in very good spirits, Howard. It's the only way to describe it. It's another Sunday podcast. I like Sunday podcasts. I don't like Friday night kickoffs, though, so. <laughs> <laughs> but, That's very fair. But the bonus was it just freed the weekend up, didn't it? It's like I woke mm. up Saturday morning feeling good. Well, I didn't feel good. I had a banging headache, but I did feel good uh, <laughs> because of what happened the previous night. Uh, and, yeah, you can enjoy the weekend, no problems. And, yeah. Right. Let's crack on then. <laughs> We've got one place to start because we haven't done a podcast since... Some big news broke as I was leaving a meeting on Friday morning. I didn't believe it when someone told me as I left it <laughs> that Jurgen Klopp is leaving Liverpool at the end of this season. Hey, San, I'm going to start with you. No key question, really, but how much of a shock was that on, on Friday morning for you that he is walking away at the end of the season? I mean, honestly, I'm not that shocked. Um, I think he's looked a little bit like a man on the edge for 12 months now. Mm. There's been a, he's done a few sort of I mean he's always been a bit he's always been a bit spiky in in press conferences but there's there's been a few moments this season where I've sort of looked at something that he said and just thought wow like that was completely unnecessary. Um and I think that that's probably the reflection of a man who's had enough. I kind of I do sort of take him at face value when he says that he's not got the energy for it anymore. I think Liverpool is a different beast to City in that City is a structurally so strong that Guardiola can really compartmentalize the the work that he does. I think Klopp over the years has become a bit too much of a Ferguson-like figure at, at Liverpool where he sort of was involved with everything and yeah, I, I don't know. I just I, it 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 did. It wasn't a shock. 
Um, that, but I can't that, lie, I was delighted, mate. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> I was absolutely... Well, he's a very good manager, let's be honest. He is. He is. He is. He's, 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 what he's done with that Liverpool team uh, down the years, I think, is, is exceptional. I think that him and Guardiola are the two absolute elite coaches in, in world football right now. And mm. the fact that they pushed us so, so close so many times. Yeah, I mean, it just uh, uh, for me, him going is objectively hilarious. The fact that he's tired and, and he's had enough. He's bottled it, basically. I mean, uh, uh, nobody's really said it yet, but his bottle's gone. It's, uh, it's a very, very... It's not, very, that's a bit harsh, surely. No, it's a very He's absolutely exhausted. It's a stressful job. No, but just, well, just before you reply, just something you said is quite key to me, but slightly left field reason, the structure. You know, because I know someone at Liverpool, uh, mm. or I know someone who knows someone, and we, we, the, one of the greatest things that's happened at City in the last decade is not just the genius off Pep, it's the fact the structure and support behind him yeah. to have him stay here for this long and feel good about it and not feel that stress that let, you know, saw him leave Barcelona or Bayern Munich. Mm. And Klopp does not have that. The, the FSG, the structure above him, it's all over the place. He did try and leave last season as well. And I know someone who, you know, the guy who knows a friend there said, at pre-season he said, I'll be amazed if Klopp's there at the start of next season. Well, uh, it's been close this for a while and it has absolutely... Grind him down the pressure of the job, mm. but but obviously, Pep being there, <laughs> I did say in the pub on Friday night, it's like if Pep wasn't there, he'd be a lot less stressed out. I in a way, so. I think because he would have a much freer run at a lot of competitions. There. Definitely, and I think you know I, I appreciate the fact that some people will hear me saying he's bottled it and go, "Well, that's really harsh." And I guess my point is that. If you've, watched, if you've watched his press conference, in 60 seconds, he goes from, uh, I won't work in football again, I won't be a manager again, to I'm definitely taking a year out and then we'll mm. see. And I, and I do think that he will take another job in the summer of 25. And I think that if he takes the German national team job, then that's a different conversation. Then I go, all right, fair enough. Maybe, maybe he's just had enough of the day-to-day of being of being a football manager. But, you know, it really wouldn't shock me if, for example, he pitched up at Real Madrid. Real Madrid, he's, he's on record as saying Madrid t- tried to hire him when he was at Dortmund. Mm. I, If you look at the age of that team, you look at the quality of that team, it, yeah, just it, it wouldn't be a shock for me. He is building a house in Mallorca, I believe. Um He's going to be in Spain for a year. I just, I, I, it really wouldn't shock me if he, if if he landed at, at Madrid. And then if that is the case, well then yeah, then he's bottled it. Do you know what I mean? I think when I say he's bottled it, I just mean, you know, you you don't. It's not that you don't want to manage anymore. It's that you don't want to manage. It's like when Pep left Barcelona. Pep left Barcelona and said, "I'm tired." But the truth is, he didn't want to manage Barcelona Football Club anymore. He just had he'd had enough of it, and Klopp's had enough of of Liverpool and the. And the pressure and the intensity of of what the Premier League represents. Hmm. Uh, Lloyd, your thoughts generally, basically. Uh, yeah, a journalist, basically, the inside thing is a journalist did find out, contacted Liverpool, 
and said and agreed to hold off the story until they'd done that press conference, which was very rushed, basically, or the video, basically, that Jurgen Klopp did. Uh, so, yeah, that's why it suddenly happened all of a sudden. No one out in senior management knew about it because uh, he wasn't going, he wasn't planning to announce it on Friday morning. But, Lloyd, how, what do you think about all this? It is, I have to be honest, very pleasing news as a City fan as well because I'm sure the replacement, be it Alonso or whatever, uh, will be excellent. But there's no denying it is one of the best managers in the world and it weakens them. And it's something we'll have to obviously deal with at some point in the future as well. Definitely. I think actually it made me kind of reflect on Pep a little bit and mm. and think about, you know, I think that is going to be us in the in the relatively near future. But I mean, let's make no bones about it. It was a fucking great Friday morning to be a City fan. I was uh <laughs> I was last three a- days have been yeah. <laughs> I was having a great time on all the WhatsApp groups with all Scousers. I mean, um, it was watch. I mean, some of the messages or things I've seen on Twitter since, like that that comment from the is it the Rourke forum? I mean, oh my god, they are a different breed, aren't they? Um, some of their fans, but I think, look, taking a step back slightly, I mean, it's it's absolutely massive news. He is an amazing coach. I think. The reason that both Guardiola and Pep have both stayed so long is partly because of each other. Um, They've definitely driven the other on in terms of kind of trying to compete with each other. I don't think either of them would have expected that they'd have been they'd they'd be here as long as they both have been. Um, And you know now I know that he's gone or he's going. I've got to say I have so much respect for him. And whilst he can be a spiky knobhead, and I think. Sometimes with the press or with interviewers, he can be quite snide, actually. Um, you know, there's a, there is a lot to admire about him as well. And, you know, when he they sometimes release like the odd interview with like fans with disabilities or that have got illnesses and he does come across well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, from the football inside, I'm elated because even though Alonso would kind of worry me in that I think that could have a real synergy for them and he looks like an amazing coach replacing Klopp is almost impossible I think from a Liverpool perspective most Liverpool fans um, that weren't around kind of during the Shankly area have all said he's their best ever coach so it's a very tough act to follow Um, and yeah I think the fact that Guardiola has slightly broken him um, is quite uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> makes me quite happy, I guess. I'm, I'm going to call this toy soldiers. <laughs> they aren't on the banner because yeah, they have all fallen down, haven't they, one by one? Yeah. Uh, he, he will be. He will be, won't he? The longest serving manager in the Premier League, and the only manager to have won the Premier League, still managing in the Premier League. Hmm. Have to see what the the summer holds. Who comes back? Maybe Joe say will be will turn up somewhere <laughs> at Bournemouth or something. They uh, said, "How well did do you think Liverpool have cope with this loss this season? The effect and beyond." Um, you know what? I I think it's almost impossible to predict mm. what happens in Definitely. terms of their games. I think that historically. It's never been good. I think there's very few. I think Jupp Henkes is the only 
moment that I can remember where a coach has announced that he's leaving at the end of the season. And with Henkes, I don't think it was completely clear. Um, but uh, I can't think of many occasions where the team have gone on and done really well. On the contrary, I think in general, when a manager announces that they're going, there's a drop-off. But this is Liverpool and, you know, they're, they're, they are a, a, a club built almost solely on emotion. So maybe they'll be able to harness it in a in a positive fashion. I think beyond <clears throat> beyond the summer, I actually don't think that, I, I think, I, I think I, I rate Javi Alonso, but I think it's a risk. I, I think the problem that they've got, and I've, I've listened to a few sort of, I've read a few things, listened to a few podcasts. The problem they've got is that if you look at the list of managers that are out there, you're talking about De Zerbi, Javi Alonso, um, the fella at Sporting, uh, whose name escapes me, Graham Potter, um, Stephen Gerrard, yeah. <laughs> Lampard. Yeah, there's just there's nothing there's nothing there that you if you look at City right now and you look at how Guardiola year on year changes and improves the team, it's very difficult to see a manager who comes in and hits the ground running. Not least because so for example. Xavi Alonso, the way that they play, I mean, they've they've made more passes than anybody else in uh, uh, in the Bundesliga, and they've had more possession than anybody else in the Bundesliga. I think there's a that there's a big part of of Xavi Alonso that is inspired by Pep, and I think the issue, whether you look at it from Liverpool's point of view or Xavi Alonso's point of view, is going to be all right. Well, yeah, the squad has got loads of talented players, but to me, it's not really a squad built to keep the ball. It's, it's a squad that's built to, to effectively play in, in transitions and be explosive. Um, so they would, they, would, they would have to go out and buy players, in, I think, in, in multiples. Yeah, to... don't play the same formation, does it? So? No, and, and, and I, just, I, think that the, I think that they... I think there was a, an article in... Um, there's been a couple of articles in the last 24 hours where effectively what they're saying is that, yeah, the emotional choice might be Javi Alonso, but the Liverpool board are determined to have a data-led recruitment process. And it'll be interesting to see if what they factor into the data is the makeup of the squad that they have and what the qualities of the players are and what sort of coach you need to get the best out of what you've got there rather than bringing a coach in who's got an identity that requires you to go out and buy three or four big players. Thanks for listening to the first 15 minutes of the show. To listen to the full podcast and all our content, including reviews, previews, analysis, quizzes and much more, go to 9320.com to sign up now or simply click the link in the description. So what are you waiting for? Go to 9320.com now for the best, most passionate, impartial coverage of Manchester City and beyond.